Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hyperconscious Podcast. Alan, what is Hyperconscious? Once you understand why something is the way that it is, now you have the power to change it. Great conversations with great people and great questions are the keys to the kingdom of unlocking your consciousness. Every single action that you do starts as a thought. When you control the way you think, you will control the way you act, and you will control the way you live. That is hyper-conscious. Ladies and gentlemen, the Hyperconscious Podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast. He was kind enough to join us on episode 144 and 135. Folks, it has become Kevin and I's mission in life to help you realize that the life of your dreams is right on the other side of you becoming the greatest version of yourself. Let us help you do that. I rarely do these things twice in such a short amount of time, but you guys impress me. I, I believe in people that provide value and of our service. You two guys are on your way to huge fulfillment, purpose, and profitability, and I look forward to helping you both. We appreciate that more than you know. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode where Alan and I were lucky enough to sit down in person with Kim and Spike Spencer while we were in California. Today, for episode number 243, we are going to do a five-minute clinic on removing the mask. So as I drink uh, coffee, dramatically, dramatically. But before we jump into this episode, I want you to go to the hyperconsciouspodcast.com. Click on join hashtag hyperconsciousnation. The group has been growing, which is very exciting. We want you to tell your story in there. And basically, we want you to be a part of this community of goal chasers, dream chasers. We're actually doing an episode about how your circle determines uh, your success. Your success. And that is, we find that to be more and more true every single year. And if you are looking for somebody to come speak to children or coworkers or employees or anybody, Alan and myself would love to do that. We are actually speaking at Mass Maritime Academy tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And we are super pumped about that. Thank you to Jesse and Wayne for bringing us in. And we cannot wait to add value. So why did we pick removing the mask? We try to live in the truth. A big part of why this podcast is a thing is because for a very long time, Kev and myself, were not living in our truth. We were in trying to delude ourselves into thinking that things are better than they are instead of facing the demons that we need to get, the junk that we needed to get out of ourselves. So removing the mask is basically expressing what's really going on in an effort to not only find the root cause of it, but also to feel like, to not be afraid, to, to not be hiding anymore. Mm. You don't want to hide. When you're hiding, you're, you're not connecting with others. And I think connection is the most important, one of the most important things. And the reason we did this is because if you guys are in Hyperconscious Nation, as you know, when you start or when you sign up, when you come in, we ask you three questions. One of the questions is how confident are you on a scale of one to ten throughout your day? And every single profile we see shows a confidence level of ten. But most of the answers are between three and six. And I, 
audio message Alan and said, I think this would be a great episode that would resonate with people because I know for a long time I was wearing a mask. So for me, at one point, I had what most people would consider a successful life. But inside, I was not, I didn't feel successful. I didn't feel good. So when I actually removed the mask, I didn't choose to. It was forced upon me. So I had a girlfriend at the time. I had the car of my dreams, the body of my dreams. I had everything from an outside perspective that you would say, like, that kid is really successful. Body of my dreams, all of those things. Checked. I had all things that you could, you could want. But the problem is I put so much value into external and materialistic things that I never had to worry about valuing myself or having value within myself. So my girlfriend at the time broke up with me, and that is when I was forced to remove the mask, not for others, but for, my, for myself. I had to realize you're insecure, you have low self-esteem, you have low confidence, you're anxious in most social situations. All of these things I was able to mask by having a beautiful girlfriend and having the results, quote-unquote, that I thought would make me happy. So for me, the hyperconscious podcast started, it was kind of my way of removing the mask. Right. And helping other people remove the mask and talking to people who have removed the mask. So for me, this is removing the mask. And every time I come on this podcast, I try to remove the mask and make sure that I'm not portraying somebody that I'm not. So for you, imagine how different your life would be if you owned your shit. If you admitted that I'm not always confident. I am insecure in certain situations. I am self-conscious about the way I look in, picture, uh, in pictures, and I don't use filters to cover that up. I admit it, and then I try to get comfortable with the fact that there are some things I can do to fix that. I think that is one of the biggest things. Awareness is one thing, but being honest about your awareness is a whole other thing. Wow, man. Strong work. I appreciate it. So I'm going to tell a story here as well about removing the mask. So you've heard me say a dozen times or more, and I will continue to say it, the suppression of self-expression leads to depression. So I think that expressing your truth to those closest to you and most importantly to yourself is going to make you feel more fulfilled, even though it may hurt in the moment. So this is a story from high school. I was a senior. It is the tail end of my senior year, and I remember I was out of school for over two months, and I was really, really, really ill. So I got really horrible sinus infections that would not go away. I had multiple CAT scans. I saw literally like five or six ear, nose, and throat doctors. No one could figure out what was wrong with me. And my girlfriend at the time didn't know what was going on. None of my friends really knew what was going on. There was really only one person, my mom, who really knew the truth. Because I, at the time, didn't realize this, but in hindsight, thinking about this, I think I was afraid to not be, you know, the one who had it all together. I was afraid to not be the one. Like, in high school, I was, at this point, as a senior, I was getting straight A's. I was doing really well. I was already, I had already gotten into WPI. I had, like, this big, bright future, and I had a lot of people that I think really admired me, and I think I was afraid to lose that admiration. So instead of telling the truth and saying that I was sick and talking about, like, what was going on in my life, I just kind of went into a, my own little bubble and just tried to sort it all out on my own. And I was out of school for two full months. I was trying to get the President's Award, so I needed above a 95 GPA for every report card. And being out of school for two months, literally, uh, I had to quit cross-country 
I had to quit. I think uh, not cross country. I think it was track. I had to quit track, and I got made fun of for that. Like I got called a quitter. Um, I had to miss safe graduation. One of my close friends, uh, Ryan Bliss, we've had him on the show. Yes. At the time, he threw this huge party out in Boroughville at his his golf course, and all my friends went to it. I remember getting a call while I was downstairs in this basement, actually, and. It was from, I think, Kiki and Nick, and they were talking about how awesome the party was. And so I felt like I was missing out on everything because I was so, so ill. It was horrible. It was horrible. So one of the reasons I take health and fitness so seriously is because of all this, by the way. Because the darkest holes we go down, the tools we must create in order to climb out of them, actually build build skyscrapers. So that's one of the reasons why I don't ever want to take my health for granted because I know what it's like to not be able to like breathe well and all of that. As a matter of fact, one of the doctors actually ended up telling me and my mom that I don't need physical help. I need therapy. I need a different type of doctor. And instead of going and getting therapy psychologically, because the mind and body are so connected, I continued telling myself this story that I could get through it on my own. I literally have notebooks on notebooks on notebooks of trying to figure out the common denominators between what was making me sick and what worked and didn't work and neti pots and all these different techniques I would use. So I I did this for a very long time to try to figure this out. Long story short, in hindsight, I remember all my friends were speculating, like, what's wrong with Alan? Like, what's going on with him? Does his, is his mom sick? Is he, like, does his mom have cancer? Why doesn't he hang out with us anymore? All these crazy things. And I remember just feeling so freaking alone. And fortunately, my mom was there for me, and she was the one person I could be myself with and not have to be anything for everyone. And uh, in hindsight, if I could go back, I would have expressed what was really going on. And then the people in my life who really did care about me, instead of making fun of me, might have actually helped. Um, so if you're out there right now and you feel alone, it's most likely because you're afraid to be judged if you say the truth. You're afraid that if people knew the truth, they're not going to love you anymore. They're not going to admire you anymore. It's not true, at least with the right people. Don't go tell everyone. Uh, who was it that said recently, don't, oh, it was, it was Natalie Hudson on stage at Brendan's event when she said, if it's still a wound, like a scab, don't go tell the world until it's a scar. So... But with your inner circle, they can only support you to the extent they are aware of what's going on. So Kevin and I want to challenge you, encourage you. Whatever you're going through right now, physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually, share it with someone who you know cares about you, who you know won't judge you, and it's going to make you feel ten times better. One of the things I admire most about Kevin, and then I'll end because I know we have to go, is him saying the hard truths on the podcast. I'll never forget when we were with Tori Aletto and you said live that you were addicted to porn at one point. And it's like, after that, anyone out there who ever has struggled with that addiction is going to be helped and not feel alone. And also, it, it's you owning it and then overcoming it by expressing it. That's what my TED Talk's going to be on. That's what, amen. And if you didn't do it that time, right. then that wouldn't be the case. And so. just a second, what Alan said, not only will you feel better after you take your mask off, but the person you're talking to might actually remove their mask as well. Mm. And you guys might be closer. Most likely you will be closer because of that. Just make sure the person is somebody who's trustworthy, who they're not going to judge you. They'll keep your feelings in mind. And I think for you and I, that's one of the reasons we're so close because there are very little (laughs) masks between us. Yeah. And that is one of the things I think makes us have There's actually one that I need to tell Kevin after this. Um, I, I, I thought about this recently I'm like I have to tell him something There's only one thing That Kevin doesn't know That has been bothering me That I need him to know But that's for behind the scenes wow. And uh, we will talk about that But I encourage you to do that With someone close to you 
because it's going to increase connection. I want to stay on the mics now because I'm afraid of what you have to say. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Like Alan said, we challenge you. Maybe remove the mask in the mirror first. Maybe remove the mask in your journal. Maybe remove the mask in an audio message to yourself. Where, whatever it is, start somewhere. And then when you take that mask off, not only will people see you differently, but you will see the world differently as well. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Up next, we are going to do an episode on goal setting. Yay! Love this episode. Prepped for it. One of my favorite topics ever of all time. So make sure you check that one out. We hope you enjoyed this, and we will talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye! Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for listening to another episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. Going hyperconscious will absolutely change your life because if you understand why something is the way it is, now you have the power to change it. If you going hyperconscious with us has changed your life in any way, please share this episode with one of your friends because the more people that go hyperconscious, the better this world's going to be for everybody. And if you would kindly leave us a five star review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyperconscious and we would be greatly appreciative. Thank you. Bye.